You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar that there ever was in all the land. Uh, And Daniel, I think it's appropriate to start this podcast by asking the question, uh, am I Cornholio? I listen. There is a level of content that our fans have come to expect. Correct from this podcast. Yep. And and I just need. I feel like we just need to get it out at the beginning. We have to. If there is a Georgia podcast, who's going to tackle the subject? Should should be breaking down the real issues. The it's, real issues, such right as here. what in the world was happening on top of Jeremy Pruitt's head. Uh, I saw a man use a dog cone as a face mask one time, and I thought, that's mm -hmm. the stupidest thing I saw. And then Jeremy Mm -hmm. Pruitt said, haven't seen me yet. Hold my dog cone because I've got got this little number. Listen, fans of the show, we appreciate you being here, and we understand that we have an obligation to to serve you, the fans. Um, If it weren't Alabama week. Correct. If... If we were going into a bye week, uh-huh. dare I say, Clint, we would spend four to five episodes simply breaking down the monstrosity that was Jeremy Pruitt's attempt to cover his face while at no point covering any part of his face. What Urban Meyer is to yachts, Jeremy Pruitt <laughs> yes. is to face shields. I'm not saying that we know it was Brady Quinn that gave him that face covering. I'm not going to say but, that. I can't say but that. But there's no way to know that it wasn't Brady Quinn who gave him that face covering is all we're trying to That's say. That's all we're trying to say. Uh, yep. Hey, we're glad you're here on the podcast. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This is Locked on Bulldogs. We are here five days a week in season. Your team every day. Uh, if you're the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. Daniel and I talk like real fans do. Why? Good question. Because we are fans, first and foremost. And our gurus are insiders. We are fans that love talking about the dogs, just like you. That's right. And we are here uh, five days a week talking about said Georgia Bulldogs. We're glad that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. If you are new to the show, please do us a favor and just hit that subscribe button. We would love to have you back here every single day uh, as we break things down from the previous and the next uh, upcoming week's game. So just hit that subscribe button. That's all we really ask of you. If you enjoy the show, if you like it, as so many of you have told us that you do, and we greatly appreciate, you could leave us a five-star rating and review, particularly on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a bunch. Thank you to all of you that did that to offset one angry Auburn fan. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Um, uh Five five star reviews. Come on, Max. One one star review. So we we do appreciate it. If you haven't done that yet, you can go and do that um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, that helps us out. It helps other people find the show. As we as we as Clint said, we're not insiders or gurus. We're not going to ask you for your money. But if you do that, then that helps us out a bunch. Uh, you could tell a friend about the show and all that stuff, but mostly we are just glad that you're here. Uh, email address, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. Twitter handle is at dogspodcast. The Twitter machine. Oh, man. Dare I say, Clint, I might be coming back around on Twitter. Look, look just, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I, I had sworn off Twitter, but you, I, fan. As you should have. You, as fan, you should have. have reached out from the depths of the dark sludge that is Twitter mm-hmm. and pulled me and, down, and I am just sucking in the sludge now. 
just begun to reel us back in. Yes, sir. Just like we're reeling Barrett Salee onto the podcast. What's up, that's, Barrett? Uh, that, that's what we're doing hey, we got, here. We got cold um, takes or Barrett take tomorrow. Okay, let's yes, we'll get to that. Uh, hot take, Barrett take is tomorrow. That's right. But for today, Clint, mm-hmm. um, let's just get this whole Tennessee monstrosity out of the way. Okay, oh let's just talk about it until there's nothing left to we're talk gonna, about. We're going to ring this thing out in totality. And maybe let's start with Jeremy Pruitt was hoping that he could just use that armadillo neck to just raise it above his eyes so that he couldn't that's, see so he, what was happening on the field. So as to not witness the product that was being put out on the field. Now, Clint, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go overarching feelings? Do you want to kind of go systematically through the game? Um, uh, you want to start with the good? You want to start with the not so good? How do you want to do this? Let's start with the not so good. Everybody, everybody let's start starts with the, with the good. not so good. Yeah, here we go. Tennessee, Tennessee gave us a little bit of a run there. It was in a little the first scary. Half, okay. There was, there was, don't act like you didn't have the bucket. You, of between, course, had the bucket. Look, we know that we were the better team. All right, you Clear and I were texting during the game, as we always are. It's very obvious to anyone watching this game who had the better team on the field. But as I said to you many times via text on Saturday, uh, the better team often loses football games. That's all right, true. It's, it's not like that never happens. And so it seemed like things could just be going bad enough that it could be one of those games where we found a way to lose because Jared Guarantano threw up two Hail Marys and they were both received. In the first half, Clint. Um, that was a little bit troubling. They did score two legitimate 40-plus-yard touchdowns That's right. on us. That's right. That makes three legitimate 40-plus-yard touchdown passes that have been scored against the University of Georgia's defense this season. And wait for it, mm-hmm. zero other touchdowns. That's it. They There was a stat at one point at CBS that was talking about red zone defense and how a team getting into the red zone hasn't scored a touchdown against us. And I screamed at the TV because they don't get near the red zone. They just throw bombs That's it. against us. Daniel, uh, how, do, how do we feel about long throws down the sideline against UGA secondary? Is that a, is that a sensitive subject? Go, we go into cold shivers. Yeah. We begin to get the immediate sweats. Mm-hmm. We grab the bucket. Mm-hmm. And um, we just begin rocking a la Leo Mazzoni go Braves. That's right. Uh, that, we do not. We do not care for it at all. These were not coverage busts. These were. This was pretty good position. That I mean, the one. The one was just an amazing catch. And Kirby said this in the post game. It's just a great catch. Jared take, Garantano. Take I'm going to say his name correctly. Oh, wow. Jared Garantano made a great throw at halftime in this game. Clint. He was 11 for 13. Okay. Like. Wasn't he seven for eight is, for eighty yards or something like that, or eight for ten? Was at one point he was eight yeah, for ten. He was eleven yards. for thirteen at halftime of this game. Mm. Now, don't ask him what his end of the game stats no. were because it did not it did not go north from there. Um, so a couple of deep balls. I don't really. I didn't. You know, at the time it was it was look it, on, upsetting on the first one. On the first one, Cade Mays laid his big old girth onto our defensive line. Clearly a hold blocking that. Like it's just plain as day right now. Put all ten fingers on him and just grabbed on for dear life. And just held on and said, this one's for you, Pops. And and just mm-hmm. bucko, Bronco rode him to the ground. Okay? Clearly would have been a yep. sack or a hurried pass if that's not the case. But, but nay, I say forget that. You're right. It, these deep balls, they get dropped into the bucket in the end zone for 40 yards. I, I, I don't know. It seems to happen to us, like you said, three times already. It doesn't seem like there's something. There's not a remedy. And yet, here we are talking about it. 
Level of concern, Clint, one to ten. For the for the deep ball particularly, level of concern. Uh, for this week? I mean, for the rest of the season, including this coming week. The needle has broken, Daniel. The, the needle okay. is Oh, we're off. we're off the... Okay, so we are... You are deeply concerned about deep. people throwing the deep ball against us. Deeply concerned. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I'm not... Okay. I am not nearly off the reservation. Level of concern for our ability to complete a shotgun snap for the rest of the season. Uh, Clint? Look, look. Um, Trey. Trey, love Okay, you. Trey. Trey, love you. Come on now. Let's get real. Let's get into the feelings. I have lots of feelings, Trey. You don't want to hear mm. them. I don't want mm. to sully your good name because you're, uh, you've been a good you dog. Don't, you don't want him to hear them no. is what you're saying. No. I, <laughs> no. This is what I'm he'll saying. Break you, he'll break this, you right in half. Look, I, Daniel, the, the people didn't have to know that part, okay? I can I can be oh, a big old know. man behind the microphone. <laughs> oh, the people know. Clint, the people know. Uh, Daniel, how is this still a thing? It's not, I don't. You mean him playing center? I yes. don't know. Him playing center. Like specifically. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it's still a thing. Uh, Trey Hill, a very good offensive lineman. Block pass pro road grading, getting in a stance and going. I, I'm fine with Trey Hill being there. Good but to on you. say that he's got the yips when it comes to snapping the ball is the understatement of the century. Um, I don't know what it's going to take because. I'm going to say one day it's going to cost us, and I mean by that the game, because it already cost us, cost us in the worst possible way in this game. Seven points right off the bat. Fortunately, really no other terrible snaps in the game. And, which I was, and hustle play to save a fumble I, with Burton. I mean, that was just pure man running downfield looking for somebody to hit because he's angry and being in the right place at the right time, which that's not like – that wasn't skill other than – an ability to run downfield because he knew he had to. Good on you. Sure. Um, any other areas of concern, Clint? I've got that you, Clint, are concerned about. Not that other people are concerned about. Any other areas of concern or things about this game that stood out to you as negatives? Um, Stetson Bennett, love you. Clearly. All in. Okay. Tread Just, carefully, my friend. Uh, Half of our listeners are hovering over the delete key right now. Uh, it is clear to me that Stetson Bennett needs to be in rhythm to continue sustaining a drive. That is clear. He's a rhythm. He, he, feeds, he feeds off some rhythm. That's correct. And if he's out of rhythm behind the chains, except for third and longs, third and Stetson, mm. as we come to know them. Um, I was, yeah, I was going to say. Behind the chains, I, yeah. Uh, it is clear behind that when the change is time. Oh, good night. We'll get to you, Kyrus, in a moment. Uh, but it's a little concerning to me to see him when he's out of rhythm, when he has to go down. When he checks down, by the way, touchdown passes, you could see him scanning the field. He's making his reads. Daniel, the kid is oh, so 100%. smart. Oh, my gosh. It's incredible watching he's him make everywhere. Reads. He's, he's, he's on left, right, one, middle. He's two, everywhere. Three, check down, all there, coming back again, always looking downfield. But it's a little concerning when he's popped in the mouth when we're out of rhythm. He seems to need to get back in gear like a like a transmission getting out of the clutch and putting that thing back in. It's like we're stalled somewhere in the intersection and he needs to pop back in. That's a little concerning for me. It, he does such a great job in the pocket. He manages the pocket so well. There was a play earlier in the game when he took a sack. It was on the second, the first mm -hmm. real drive of the game. The yeah, we're second down drive in our territory. Yeah, we had gotten a big play to Kiaris. We'd gotten it about to about midfield. Yeah. It's third down and seven. 
And he took a second for the – that was the first time and really the only time in that game where he looked a little bit like a statue in the pocket. But, man, that the touchdown pass that he threw um, when he navigated the pocket and he stepped up into the pocket and avoided uh, the rush coming around the side, he does such a great job navigating the pocket. But when you hurry him, it's not good for Stetson. And that's the case with most quarterbacks. The pass pro has been generally good, and he's mm-hmm. been good at eluding the pressure this year. A little bit concerning. I will say Warren McClendon, Ooh. not my Ooh. favorite right, right tackle, tackle right now. Ooh. Right tackle is a position of concern for this podcast host. Not, yes. I'm not loving the fact that Warren McClendon won that job and looked like that doing it Warren McClendon goes against Adam Anderson and Warren McClendon need to get on to the sideline and just do rep after rep because that outside speed rush bend you want to break Warren McClendon's will is that what you're trying to say <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> that that bend at the hip outside speed rush and the left arm slapping him against the right shoulder is what he got beat on multiple times multiple not, times m- not once no. not twice m- multiple times during the game all right Th- that's enough and that's plenty of negatives. Game. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some good stuff. Before we do that, let's talk about the good stuff that is Bill Bar. I was just gonna Should say there's plenty to talk about Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the tastiest protein bar that there ever was in all the land. Nay, in all the land that is to come. Daniel, you pick a land and Bill Bar is the best yeah. tastiest protein bar that there is, okay? Hey, for a limited that's time, true. um I don't know if you understand this, but there is a breast cancer awareness going on right now over at Bill Bar. Okay, uh, they have a special yeah. limited release flavor. It's strawberry flavored. Okay, well, um, I don't hate that. No, I, look, you're gonna give me some some fruity, tasty deliciousness with a Built Bar. Bring it on! Um, right now, if you go to builtbar.com, put in locked on in the promo code, you're not gonna get your ten dollars off, Daniel. No, no, no. The people over at Built Bar said oh. we're gonna give you. How about twenty percent? You want twenty percent off your order? We'll do that. Twenty percent. That's a percentage, Clint. Uh, that's right. That's right, Daniel. So you order you order a couple boxes. That's that's a massive discount. Now we're talking about massive discount, Daniel. Uh, and with this breast cancer awareness that is happening right now, if you go to builtbar.com, you're gonna have that strawberry flavored protein bar. But as well, they are partnering with other organizations that are helping breast cancer awareness. You can go ahead and donate, and 100 percent of the proceeds from Built Bar Cancer Awareness will go to these organizations like a hoodie. You can get Daniel for 19.95. Get yourself a breast cancer awareness hoodie. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a strawberry protein bar. Get 20% off. And these we, these partners are Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer. BuiltBar.com locked on 20% off your order. All right, Clint. Um Depressed, depressed Daniel has left the building. No, oh, good. Um, the Daniel that likes to watch the UGA defense play oh. has come has oh. come into the building. Okay. Get, hey, if you if you're at, if you're at your office right now, go ahead, roll up the pants, the slacks, change out yep. the, the loafers for some tennis shoes, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. let's go running through every cubicle wall that you see. That's correct, Nancy. Clear the desk off because we're coming through the wall. We okay. Um, Clint, how many 
How many rushing yards did uh, Tennessee finish the game with? Well, they have the most incredible offensive line in all the SEC. Going to be a real test. No, I've heard all about it. As a matter of fact, I think I heard they are the mere images of UGA. Big bullies up in front. They want to dominate. I believe Gary Danielson noted football enthusiast Gary Danielson. Sure, that's a fair um, statement. Football genius, some have called him. Well, we went one too far. Gary Danielson, at the very beginning of this game, said, and I quote, Watch Trey Smith and Cade Mays, the two tackles for Tennessee, as they try to dominate Mm -hmm. this UGA defensive front. That's right. Well, I was watching. So... How and, many rushing and, yards was it again that the Tennessee finished with? Oh wait, hold on. Let me uh let me I'm scrolling down. It's 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 down here on the list a little bit. Daniel, it's really funny. My oh, cursor, it's down. My, it's down. My, my cursor has stopped at zero. It it, it No, it's it, nope. Keep going. Oh. Keep, oh, that's right. Negative keep, negative rushing yards. Daniel. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Hey Tennessee, I don't know what you thought you were gonna do. <laughs> I, I have no clue. But, uh, no, none. But I bet it wasn't that. Was not. That was not the game plan Jeremy drew up. I can guarantee you that. Negative one rushing yard. Uh-huh. Daniel, this defensive line. Look, I want to talk about a name. We're going to get to Adam Anderson. We're going to get to Jordan Davis. All this. But sure. Devontae sure. Wyatt. Hello. Hmm. Devontae Wyatt is having himself a senior season to remember. I thought to myself going into this year, COVID, NCAA, uh, Gary restrictions. Uh, we're getting too many Garys on the podcast now. I mean, I'm talking about president of the NCAA, Gary, <laughs> not Gary Danielson. Turns out, turns out analogies. Turns out they're good buddies. Yeah, and also not Gary on the <laughs> Gary on the side court that's calling the pickup basketball game <laughs> off because of rules violation. Yeah, that's the Gary that I was. That's the Gary I'm referencing right there. Yeah. Um, I thought with. Eligibility not counting against you. This is fantastic. We're going to get Devontae Wyatt for yet another year. That's Trent, right. I take it all back. He, we ain't getting Devontae Wyatt for no. He gone. He going to go play football for another team. He gone. Okay. The Rams going to pick team, him up in the third round, Daniel. Yeah, that team. That team plays on Sundays and pays lots of lots of money. Uh, Devontae Wyatt is having himself a season. I don't know how much fun it is playing next to Jordan Davis and uh, Jalen Carter. I'll never know. But Devontae Wyatt does, and he is just reaping the benefits of these grown men just throwing fools around. Daniel, I have a text message to you that I think I just copy and paste every single time somebody runs up the middle. And my text is, beware, there are giants in there. Like This is the land of giants, son. You can't run in there. What are you doing? You can't run it in there. Stop. You understand what we're trying to say to you? Stop trying to run it in there. You can't run it in there. It's not going to happen. I don't care who you are. I, I don't care what your offensive line looks nope. like. Nope. Najee, sit down, take a number. We'll get to you in a minute. What? You can't run it in there. Just Please. spoiler alert. Let me come. At, let me come real quick. You can't run it in there. Not okay. True. But you can. You know what? Keep trying. Keep. I invite keep, you to keep trying. Keep trying. Alex Leatherwood, I hear, is a formidable tackle as well. Keep trying. Sure. Let's do that. Sure. Let's do that. This defensive line, Clint. Did you see Malik Herring discarding fools? Um, th- Just there are two discarding there are them. Two appendages on this defense that are abnormal. One appendage is the right arm of Malik Herring. Okay, this thing when it goes across his body, it is like somebody taking a dry erase marker to 
to pin and just mm. off the board. You just get wiped mm-hmm. out when his right arm yeah. comes. Um, this is Mike Tyson. It, this is a Mike Tyson move. That's exactly You're talking right. about the fight is over. It's over. Ding, ding, done. done. Uh, the second opinion Correct. is Jordan Davis's right thigh. <laughs> he, he almost blocked a punt with the protector's helmet after hitting him with his right leg. Correct. <laughs> Jordan Davis going to block a punt this year, y'all. Okay. <laughs> give, Jordan, me, give me a prop bet process, on that right now. Process what I just said, even. Process what I just said. Jordan Davis. Is going to block a punt yep. this year, yep. and he's probably going to scoop and score when no, he does it. I, okay, I don't see one. Everything that I've seen so far tells me that that is absolutely factually correct, Daniel. No, it's it's ridiculous. Adam Anderson, I, I don't. Can we talk about Adam Anderson? I, because we formally apologize, Michael. Do we need to cue up the music again? No, Michael, I, no, get it on the loop. It's it's get it's it. there in the background forever. Adam Anderson. Now I remember when this kid came in. I, I was high on him coming in with that recruiting All class. All the feelings. Right? All the feels. And yeah. then first year, it turns out that it takes a couple of years to get your legs underneath mm. you in the SEC mm-hmm. in college football mm-hmm. to get in the weight room sure to does. get coached up. And Adam Anderson has taken all of that, combined it into a soul-crushing skill set that makes yeah. offensive tackles weep. And how fast more. is he, Clint? He, uh, how fast is he coming around the end? I don't we know. thought Aziz was quick. Oh. Oh. We thought Aziz had a move or two, but this kid coming around the edge, sometimes he's way too he's too fast for his own good. He, he overruns. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's by the quarterback before he can really sneak a peek. Uh is Cade Mays a tackle? No. Can he play it tackle took, in this it, league? By the way, we don't it took one series before they moved him inside, Daniel. One series. They said they said, uh, Cade, you a guard now. Um I don't know. Why we thought you could play tackle. We should have watched the Baylor tape and known that you cannot. But um, kudos to you, Cade Mays, for trying. Um, You did your best. Adam Anderson made him look silly on that play and was one of three Georgia Bulldogs with a strip sack. Three. In this game. Not one. That's Not two. That's no. No. Three. Daniel, I want to hit you really quick. I'm going to play a little game. Georgia Bulldogs are averaging, giving up 12 points per game. Daniel? Okay. That's, we gave up 21 this game, so, or 17. No, 21. 21 21 this game, yeah. Sorry, I forgot the score. Do you want to know the next closest team in points per game allowed in the SEC? So you're telling me after we gave up 21 points, which was more than double. Mm Mm-hmm. The most amount of points we've given up all season. You're mm-hmm. telling me that we're still leading the SEC in points per game given up? Not leading, Daniel. I'm talking leaps and bounds ahead of the next team. Auburn Tigers are the next team. Oh, no. Auburn okay. Tigers. How many points Auburn they Tigers, get? how are you doing? How are you doing with uh, with Arkansas this weekend? <laughs> What's up, Bo? Bo Sam way, almost came back just, and got you. Just in case you're Sam. wondering. Just in case you're wondering. You want to go hmm. the opposite way you threw the ball. Bo. Okay. Just in okay. case you, and I, I know Gus has been showing well, you tape. Well, to his credit, Clint, to I, his I credit, I know he was in the pocket, so he's confused. He's confused. He has an he, and he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to throw the Gus ball. Gus is in just there. learning that this new forward pass mojo that we're Correct. bringing is is something that he Correct. should probably get on. That maybe behind the line of scrimmage and running the ball, isn't it? So we're first in the SEC, twelve Correct. points per game, and Auburn is second with how many? 22.7. Oh, oh no. 
Oh, no, it's a double-digit lead. Oh. Daniel. You, okay. You see what I'm saying here? Is that is that the stat that stands out the most to you, Clint? <laughs> that doesn't, Daniel. Let me continue. Oh, okay. Oh, please do. Rushing yards per game, Daniel. Oh, no. Okay. 38.3 well, yards per game, Daniel, is sorry, what we're getting at. sorry, did you say... 38? 30? You Three, said 30. I said 30. I, I didn't say 130. There's there's not a single there's not a digit before that 38. It's 38.3, uh-huh. okay? okay? Um, Mississippi State Bulldogs are the next closest team, Daniel. Okay. They must be good. Sure. What how are they doing? 75 yards per game, Daniel. Oh no, that's more than double. Okay. Do you, you oh, see what we're saying here no. people? Do, do you see what we're saying? We do. Okay. Okay. Guys, this defense, okay. Daniel and I need to formally apologize. We said on this podcast early season that this defense was going to be elite, but it was not going to be statistically better than last year's club. Well, welcome, oh. welcome, Barrett Salee. Move on over because we got some okay. court takes. Yeah, oh, we got some Barrett takes as well. This defense can do anything it wants, anytime it wants, with anyone it wants, and no one. No one's going to say anything about it, Clint. Nope. You, you know that uh, you know that scene in the town in which all the bank robbers are in the car and and they have all their guns uh-huh. out and the cop is eating his his lunch in the car sure. and he looks over sure. at him and then he just uh-huh. looks the other way and they take <laughs> uh-huh. off. That's that's the SEC's worth of offensive coordinators. Correct. Right now. That's Correct. Just do what you want over there. Not interested. Listen, um, it's not just the defense, Clint. Oh no. Jay Kumar is the greatest punter that this nation has ever seen. Ever. Okay. He's the best punter that's ever played. Is he averaging sixty-five yards per punt? I, I think he that's... punted that ball so far. That one, that one ball when we were backed up deep. Oh my gosh! Pinned way deep, and he punted it not over the the returner's head. No, and it landed on the sideline, seventy yards from where he kicked it. Correct on the sideline. Clint, this kid can do whatever he wants. Um, Podrigo Blankenship, Pod how you doing? Rigo Blankenship, he he came out for that long field goal, and the booth went nuts, saying, "Well, this isn't last year." Oh, look at this! Oh, this is know rod, about this. hot rod kicking for the Colts here. I don't know if he can do and this. Padre Who's said, Kanye West? <laughs> Gosh, that was so <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, Padrigo said, "Hold the ball down, damn it! I'm yep. going to kick the That's- living tar out of it." You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a hole in the net that they're using to try to catch it. Correct. Because if they didn't use the net, I would have murdered someone with the football uh, who's sitting 18 rows up in the stands. UGA AD would have had a lawsuit on his hands, so you're welcome. He kicked that ball a country mile. And um, let's talk about the offense real quick here. Jackson, what more can you say? We were on it. We've known that this guy was a weapon. This guy is a problem. Uh, he continues to be a problem. That's Defense right. can't cover Kiaris Jackson, Clint. The, True or false? Cannot cover him. He is slippery they like an cover. eel. Can't cover him. Period. Can't cover him. Um, Trey McKitty, how you doing? Oh, Trey McKitty, oh. welcome to the podcast. Welcome oh. to the program. We here. Listen, Clint, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, Come on. It takes a minute. Come on. It takes a minute. A little bit of PTSD. Sure. I gra- I reached for the bucket sure. several times because when you see 87 out there running down the field, Clint, you immediately think to yourself, oh, no. But then you realize, oh, wait, 
That man is twice the size of the last 87 that I saw, and he already has... Feels like the same number of catches for his UGA career. Daniel, the uh, athletic department has gone ahead and reordered all the um, the chest machines, the chest fly machines in the weight room. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. again, Malik Herring with his right arm just coming across his body. But also Trey McKitty just swatting fool's helmets. Jordan Davis mm. swatting mm. fool's mm. helmets. Just this right arm attack coming through the body is lethal on this team. We're teaching Ty Bo over there at the... Uh, just wax on, wax off. It just turns out that's, wax off is, is all a, we've got. That is correct. Um, more... I'm, we're going to get to... I want to do more on the offense in the third segment. Um, any other thoughts that you've got about this game? We're going to get to more on the offense. Let's get to some other action in the NCAA. Any other thoughts you've got on this game? Uh, t- two quick takeaways. Uh, N'Kobe Dean took a step back this game. Well, he fell down a yeah. lot. Yeah. More than once. More than once. Okay. Why are you falling down so much? Now, he made up for it on a couple of good plays. Okay. But. Sure. He's but, still a great player. He's still good. I but, don't know if there's a problem with his cleat. Uh, he he just seemed to not have his footing. There was not traction. Th- in the game. Okay. Um, Monty Rice. No problems at all. Daniel. No. I, zero, zero. I feel like we've undersold Monty Rice. Monty as Rice. A, as a football player. Monty Rice. We said Butkus Award winner, Nicobe Dean. Uh, turns out, can you give it a co award yeah. out? Can you can you give two of them well, out to the same team? If you can, then Nicobe Dean has a chance. That's but if you can't, then sorry, step mm. aside, Monty Rice. Because is, right now, Monty Rice is the best linebacker on this team. Uh, Clint. That's and exactly there's right. not. It's not particularly close. Right as now. as Michael Smith's dude, Nicobe Dean, and he's leading the that's, fan club on that. Uh, no, Monty Rice that's is correct. Uh, and then lastly, Lewis Seen makes me have. Every feel possible. I don't know what feels mm. I experience. He's making me feel new things that I've never felt before, Daniel. Mm. Taking you on a journey. I, I'm, I got to a explore candle. explore the space. I got You're a candle. exploring the space. That's right. Uh, he's he's unbelievable. Uh, again, people keep on saying that Richie is the one that hits. No. No, no. You haven't watched no, game. Watch so. the game. Watch, watch the, the game. game. Okay. All right, let's um, uh, let's get on to. Um, I've got some thoughts about your thoughts about the offense that I want to get to, and let's touch on some other some other uh, scores of note from around the NCAA. There were a few. Mm-hmm. All right, Daniel, you said you have some thoughts on my thoughts on the offense. What I do. They? Well, not your thoughts. I have some thoughts on the thoughts about the offense. I, I okay. see what you're doing. Okay. Explain to me the thoughts about the offense in a nutshell, Clint. Tell me, tell me what the people think about the offense. Uh, well, it depends on which side of the Twitter universe you're on at any particular oh. time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Correct. We're a little chaotic in there. The, All right. The 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 general consensus that I'm reading on the on the UGA offense is. Something to this effect. Let me see if you've heard this before. Okay. If this offense doesn't get its act together. There we go. Dot, dot, dot. Georgia can never, whatever you want, fill in the blank, beat Alabama, win the SEC, win a national championship, whatever you want. If the offense doesn't get its act together. I swear I've seen the phrase, get its act together, about a half dozen times. Sure. Um, I think we can all agree the offense started slow. Yep. 
but ended strong in this game, just like they did in the Arkansas game. Clint, wouldn't you say that is a unanimous consensus? Is anyone going to stand here and argue that the end of the game offense looked poor? Nay. No. They're not going to do that. When I'm sorry. When Kendall Milton, who we did not talk about, I just realized in we, the oh, previous segment. We are this segment. Kendall Milton, otherwise known as Baby Chubb. Mm-hmm. When, when Baby Chubb runs out onto the field wearing number 22, defenders beware because he's going to hit you in the mouth and then he's going to keep running. This kid has got all that he's got. This is, this is the kid that gives me all the feels. All oh. right. Okay. So. Let me talk to you about how this game started. I'm going to go drive by drive for the UGA offense. Are you ready? I'm ready. First drive, snap over the head, second play for a touchdown for Tennessee. That's, I think you'd be hard-pressed to say that's the offense needing to get its act together. We already addressed that. That's Trey Hill not being good at his job. Check. So, end of discussion. Next drive, 25 yards Ball moves down the field. Ball gets to midfield. We uh, we we get stopped on third down on on the sack that we already talked about. Uh, punt the ball from midfield about the forty-five yard line. Pin them deep. Immediately force them into a three and out. Were we mad so, about that drive, Daniel? No, we no. were actually texting each other saying, "Okay, we're back on schedule." That's exactly right. That's exactly where Georgia wants to be. Remember how the Auburn game started? Georgia goes three. Georgia gets one first down. Or no, they didn't get a first down. Big kick return, goes three and out, punts the ball on the five-yard line, and Bo Nix proceeds to give us the ball back. All right. Next drive. Georgia, 60 yards for a touchdown. Pay dirt. Next drive. Next drive. The next time Georgia gets the ball, Clint, 95 yards for a touchdown. So just to be clear, this is the slow start Correct. that we're talking about. Four, four drives in, two touchdowns. Four drives in, two touchdowns. On the drive, we didn't get a touchdown that wasn't the first drive of this bad snap. On the drive, we didn't get a touchdown. We moved the ball a quarter of the field and then and then punt it. Next drive, we move the ball 25, 30 yards, and then Kirby goes for it on fourth down when he shouldn't have gone for it on fourth down. If he was going to go for it on fourth down, he certainly should not have tried to QB sneak the smallest player on the field. No. Clint, let's don't. Let's don't. What should have happened is he should have punted the ball with the best punter in America, pinned them deep on the five-yard line, made them go three and out, and give us the ball right back. He didn't do that. Instead, we move the ball 25, 30 yards, get stopped on fourth down. Next drive, we move the ball 50 yards down the field, and we make a field goal. The next drive, we move the ball 55 yards down the field and get stopped on the goal line in the most infuriating play in the University of Georgia's history. All the buckets. All the buckets. Do we have a goal line problem, Clint? Uh, The needle has broken twice. The needle is... There's no more needle on this one. Georgia's had a goal line problem since before I can remember. Okay? Since Herschel Walker left, Georgia has had a goal line problem. So, we moved the ball 55 yards, by the way, on that drive. Correct. Marched it down the field in two and a half minutes. And got stopped on the goal line to go into halftime. Okay. First drive coming out of the locker room. We get the uh, interception. Mm-hmm. We have a chop block and an offensive pass interference. At one point, it was second and 35 That's correct. on the drive. Clint, we end up with a field goal. Points. Pretty good given the circumstances. 
and the penalties. Next drive. All right, we go three and out, and we kick a field goal. That was This was the fumble recovery drive. This was the first, in my estimation, bad drive of the game. Correct. The next drive, uh, they, um, they punt us the ball. We're pinned deep. We go three and out again for a second time in a row, and we punt. Our second and final bad drive of the game. We had two bad drives in the entire game, Clint. Georgia, Georgia's offense, go back and rewatch the game, did not look nearly as bad as you think it did. No. There were literally six plays plus the short yardage stuff that Georgia's offense looked bad. And, six. And Daniel, when Kirby, I mean, Kirby does coach speak very well, but when he's talking about the offense and he says, we shoot ourselves in the foot constantly. We don't do the things. We don't have discipline. This is what he means, Daniel. This is what we're talking about here. You remove those six plays. We're not stopped. Our, our it's offense- execution. It's not, it's not, and it's very small executionary things. Look, we had two three and outs the entire game. That's it. Clint, that's, that's not bad offense. No. Right? They, I mean, we scored 44. You don't realize that? How many did, how many did the defense have? The seven? Yeah. Okay, so how many did the offense have? Oh, oh, uh, the but, rest of them? But but you but but clearly not cuz cuz Daniel, the media is telling me that we don't have playmakers. The media is telling me that we should be scoring 50 plus, Daniel. Uh, okay. So we can look like who? Florida? There you go. Hey, is that who we want to look like? No. Speaking of which, hey. any other scores of note in the uh, NCAA <clears throat> but, that we need to get to before look, this Monday ends? Look, Daniel, don't don't bully a man who was terrified by 20% oh, he was capacity. Scared. He was scared don't, to death. Don't bully that man, 20% the capacity. The 11 and one quartereth man uh, clearly has intimidated the bejesus out of Dan Mullen. Does anyone... And I'm to, I'm including Florida Twitter on here. Please. Does anyone make more excuses than Dan Mullen, the head football coach of the University of Florida? He's a joke, Clint. It's a joke. No other coach how, in America sounds like him. How do you support this man? If you're, I legitimately would like to know if you're a Florida fan. How is this a thing that you're willing to let your coach get up there and whine like a little schoolgirl because? His lunch money got stolen by Texas A and M. Is Kellen Mond a good quarterback? Oh, ask, ask. Uh, hold on, I've got, I've got Vanderbilt on the on the phone. There it Let is. me ask him. There it is, Vanderbilt, who just got blown the doors off. Oh, who who Mike Bobo just just did whatever he wanted to, anytime he wanted to. Correct. Okay. Derek Mason said, "Boy, uh, give me Kellamont any any time anywhere." Florida's defense is the worst unit in college football. True or false? A hundred percent true. Daniel, I want to go back. Dan Mullen's such a joke. Felipe Franks turns out. Daniel. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Turns is out, Felipe Franks is he thriving? Blossoming <laughs> right into a whole different quarterback. Daniel? Oh, okay. Because he's got Kendall Bryles. Ooh. 
Ooh. No, that's that's the guy that was able to make the develop the quarterback. But Daniel, that wasn't the only game of note that was impressive. Oh, were there more? No, there were more. The SEC just had itself one too many cocktails. Started the cocktail party a little too mm. soon, Daniel, mm-hmm. because LSU has just come out and said we don't like top twenty-five in a season in which two conferences aren't playing yet. Is Ed Orgeron? Is Ed Orgeron a head coach? Is that is this real? Is Ed Orgeron really a head coach Look, LSU in the NCAA? Fan, I, I get it. I do. Like, you won the Natty. It was incredible. Sure. Your offense was unbelievable. Turns out. Mm-hmm. Did Ed Orgeron do any of that? Turns out big old Coach O is mm-hmm. really good at sounding belligerent. End mm-hmm. of list. Yep. End, end of list. No, he'd be very intimidating if, very. He, were, if he were interviewing you for something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, that's the end of the list. LSU is drunk and should go home. LSU yeah. plays Florida next week, Clint, and <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to bring myself to watch it. It's, I you like want to watching, talk about two. I like watching two has been programs. It's 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 that's a tough sell. Let's let's end on this, Daniel. Let's end on giving the people. We said this on Saturday. We gave our revised running back ranking list for UGA. Okay. 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 Let's get to it. <sighs> Number this one. This hurts me. I know. This hurts me. I, well, because I, it's it's personal. It is. I didn't. I, it's personal. I, I didn't want it to turn that way, but I wasn't going to mm-hmm. steer the conversation it, that way, but it has to go that it just, way. It has to. You're right. That's fair. Okay. It's fair. Okay. Um. All All backs healthy. All of them healthy. Number one back on this team right now, in my mind, James Cook. Correct. Um, will James Cook play another down this season? Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? He's guess what, Georgia fans? We could have used him if we needed him. But when we were down four points at halftime and couldn't advance the ball one yard, we apparently didn't need him. That's that sounds weird. But we, but we could have used him if yeah. we needed him. Something. Guess something what? Smells guess what? Then. Next week. Guess what's next week? He's out there practicing. We hope to have him back. That's all you're going to hear. Just to spoil about. it for you. Okay. Just to spoil it so for James you. James Cook, the, healthy. Number one. Couldn't agree more. He's shown a lot of life this year. Number two. Number two. I want to. I want to jump the shark and just go straight to Kendall Milton here. But Maybe you can't, Chubb. You, you can't. But I can't do it no. because Kenny McIntosh came out this game and said, uh, said. Sup guys, you. Want, I'm sorry. What do you do? You want a little? Do you want a little in route uh, down the seam? Is that what you want? You want me to? You want me to take my right foot mm-hmm. and put it in the ground mm-hmm. and break the shin bone of mm-hmm. this linebacker standing in front of me? You want me to DeAndre Swift him? There you go. And then turn and catch a ball and sprint downfield? Sure, I'll do that. Uh, That's fine. Daniel, what I'm translating you saying is, Clint, you're so right. Clint, you're so right. Thank you. Kenny McIntosh for the win. There it is. Okay. Uh, Number they, three, Kendall Milton. Kendall Milton. And and by Listen the way, at me. the end of the season, we're not saying at the end of the season. We're saying right now, at the end of the season, Kendall, Kendall Milton probably going to be number one on this list. Probably going to be number one on this list, okay. Clint. Okay. Zamir, look, there's, there's people out there. Who are trying to defend Zamir White. And I get it. You want to defend Zamir White. He looks so good against Auburn. That's right. There are people out there saying, 
that he probably got hurt on the first play of the game. I thought Zamir White's season was over on the first play of the game, on the on the uh, touchdown, on the bad snap. I thought his season was over. He was holding his right knee. And when he's holding his right knee, I just assume the season. And then he was out there the very next play. People are speculating he was maybe trying to play through something that he didn't quite have. That may be true. Look, I don't know. All I know is he looked like hot garbage in this game, Clint. He looked like warmed up microwaved garbage. And Kendall Milton looked like a man with bad intentions who who would just as soon end you and then get a first down as he would avoid you. There's a and new then get a first down. The remake of King Kong that came out like, I don't know, 2005, 2006, something like that. Okay, there's a scene in King Kong where where King Kong is fighting T-Rex and and he like snaps the jaw of the T-Rex and then looks there and he like plays with the the lifeless body like, "Oh no, I lost a buddy. I thought we were having a good time." Because he realizes at that moment, "Oh gosh, I am so much stronger than you." Um that's what that run Kendall Milton realized. Uh-huh. He realized, oh, that's you. Midway through the run, it was like, oh, this is what SEC defenses are like? Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let's let's go. Oh, I can do this. Yeah. I was under the impression it was going to be fast and physical here. But, yeah, this is fine. I'm, I'm faster and stronger than all of you? Sweet. Cool. Uh, Zamir White, prove us wrong. But mm. that's... Kenny McIntosh showing me something. Those kickoff returns, oh, Clint. Oh, oh the Daniel. hands coming out of the backfield. Oh, Daniel. Hmm. Okay. All right. Look, that's it. The reason this podcast was so long is we're putting the Tennessee game to bed. We're, we're done. done. It's Alabama week. Come on. We are on to Cincinnati, and in this case, Cincinnati is the single greatest Ooh. college football game of the season. The one everyone's been waiting on. The one everyone has been talking about. And it is a mere handful of days away. Tomorrow, join us. We will talk about Alabama. We'll talk about what we saw from them on Saturday. We will talk about our initial takes on the matchup. We'll talk about what we're excited about, nervous about, what you shouldn't sleep on. All of that and more on tomorrow's podcast. We will talk to you then. See you.